the Psyche Project. Today's podcast will be on Christmas and what I've done today. It's December 25th, 2018. Let's get into today's podcast. And by the way, Merry Christmas. The Psyche Project. It's, uh, this segment is uh, it was December 25th. It's about 10.45. I just, uh, I just left Catholic service. And um, I just wanted to share share some things with you. Um, you know, one of my actors is Catholic. My my oldest, well, it may not be my oldest actor, but you know, busy piece of time. She's she's Catholic, and I actually thought about converting to Catholicism at one point. I always had. Um, and I, I voiced this before is respect just doesn't seem to say it right. Um, I enjoyed the history of how far the uh, Catholic Church went back toward the disciples. I, I believe one of the disciples was coronated uh, uh, as the first pope so um, that seemed to just make the lineage of course I know that didn't happen at the exact time I think it happened either 500 AD or 300 AD I can't remember uh, the exact time that they made I believe Peter 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 the first uh, pope so I just that just seemed to make it all the more special and all the more tangible that you could almost touch Jesus through the Pope, I just, it, 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 it's always overwhelming. So, one of the things I thought about, first I went to the um, Cathedral of the Blessed Sacrament, and, uh, it's here in downtown Sacramento, and uh, the majesty of the church, that's overwhelming, not let me take that. Not overwhelming. Not overwhelming. It was inspiring. It was speaking to me. The environment spoke. It had context. You could read it as you ran around. The passion exists on their walls, in their glass. And I, I mean the passion of Christ. Just, uh, I just felt very. I felt very much. I felt very much close at that point. You know, I can tell you uh, the beauty of that church. Was on display. The organ, the sound of the organ reached out to me. The wood finish of the um, confessional was just seemed elegant. And but what I can say about this is that it, you can see inside the church the Roman culture was still alive. Right. 
you can see the Roman culture still alive. Fifteen years, fifteen hundred years later, it's still alive. It's still there in the essence of the Catholic Church. And I thought to myself, how would this American society endure? Would, would they see us in 1,500 years? Then, of course, my mind, my mind turned a little. I thought, as, 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 church went on, I thought to myself, you know, over the last few years, definitely over the last two years, I've lived a somewhat of a monk's life. Buddhist monk, Catholic monk, Christian. I feel as if I've lived this scaled down monk's life in, in pro probably more than two years. Three. I, all the way back to 2015. 2015 is when I, when I definitely turned away from any, any connection to an earthly desire-driven life. That doesn't mean I don't want things. This means I turned away from it being the complete driver in my life. And that doesn't mean I turned to God or Christ. It just means I searched for something deeper. Um, I'll just share this one other thing um, before I, I, uh, I move on because I'm, I'm going to catch another church. Is that... Um, You know, there's a lot of kneeling in the church. I'm a man that doesn't like to kneel. Something about that attaches to my ego. Something about that seems like I've defeated myself when I kneel. But I knelt to tradition here. I let go of my ego. I knelt to tradition. I knelt to forgiveness. I knelt to love. Those are the things I was kneeling, I was kneeling for. It's a test of your ego. I had to do it before. I remember Monica took me before and the whole thought of kneeling. It just... But I knelt. I didn't have that issue today. Just knew that I was laying aside my ego. I was kneeling, and I was kneeling for those principles, forgiveness, and love. That's why I was kneeling. All right, it's a psychic project. I'm going to move on. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'll try to get this out today. Merry Christmas. Psychic project. Hey, um... It's uh, it's Christmas, December twenty fifth. It's about eight twenty a.m. On my way to walk in, walk into. I'm just gonna go to Catholic service at about nine. 
Hopefully I'll get in enough time to go nine and I'm gonna go to the Protestant service probably at eleven. I was gonna go to two church services, try to get myself into a community or just have some you know the word is fellowship, but for me, I'm not really a part of the church. So it'd be more like just a sense of community, just being around people. Just uh being amongst the people, that's always it's good, right? It's good night to isolate. So it it appears though that um, that was 2018 by the way just uh, just for documenting purposes it appears though that I've been gamed again and the events that were displayed to me I just I just can't understand. What agency or researcher would want to push such events into the side? Into people? Why, why would they want to manipulate and influence my environment in such a way? It's, it's borderline tortures. I mean, the emotional pain that I had to go through... I mean, do, do they not think viewing cannibalism and the destruction of mankind is painful? Do they not think that the barbarous racks that were displayed to me were not painful? Because they were. Sexual deviance that was That was oh. it wasn't even it was aggression. Pure aggression. The word is a sexual deviance, it's assault, it's murder, it's maiming people, it's cannibalism. Why would you want me to sit through that not once, not twice, but three documented times? Why would you want me to sit through harmfully treatment of women like this and barbaric? I mean, I've documented it all. I just can't list every single thing out. Why would you want me to sit through that? And the sounds and the... I mean, you should be ashamed. You have generally displayed your inhumanity. You have genuinely displayed your inhumanity. That's exactly what you have done. You have become that image that you displayed to me. You researcher, you agency that are testing me or trying to document my reality, you have become that inhuman. That inability to see how that, how painful that is upon me, let alone the civil rights you violate upon me every day, I know you must be judging my reaction. 
try to turn my patriotism against me? that's what you tried to do. You manipulate me in, in such a way that the one, the, the few Republicans I do like, you, you, I lash out at them for the information received. I threw away a good man's book. Paul Ryan, I owe you apology, I suppose. But I think you should direct that at these agencies. Your, your your fury should be directed at the agencies involved and the researchers involved in this particular endeavor. You know? For the scientific community, I will provide some insight. When information from the side comes into the mind that is in conflict with your physical environment, you can begin to build frameworks for the scenarios in your mind that can resolve the conflict. It really comes down to a conflict. You have information in the, in, in the side, and then you have your physical environment. They're in conflict. You have no way to resolve them. This conflict is the basis for stress and emotional pain in a person's life. I, I dare say, I dare say that this can be misdiagnosed with schizophrenia. I'm not a medical professional, but I think I've documented enough that a medical professional might have went with a schizoid diagnosis. A schizophrenia, I said schizoid, sorry. Schizophrenia diagnosis. Um, I'm, of course, a layman. Just read, I read, uh, read a few journals, that's all. This, the medical terminology sounds, sounds to fit. Sounds like it fit. Um, and paranoid delusions that would be the basis right paranoid delusions that would be the basis for the um, assessment that it would be schizophrenia um, I'm far from being schizophrenia um, I'm able to resolve the paranoid delusions once I'm able to properly frame the information from the side. Um, I gotta tell you, it, it makes you wonder why I would even, why would I even accept anything from the side? Any information. After, after the last two gaming events, why would I even accept any information as fact from the side? You know, I RCA the last one. I'll let that RCA stand. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go back down that path. 
It comes down just to the intimacy of the side. And especially when the information is delivered via contacts in my real life. Okay, the information was delivered via family and then confirmed via Google, a separate entity, which seemed to bring some validity to it. Okay. So the intimacy of the side, when it's delivered via family, lifelong friend, and that intimacy, it's... Makes information impossible to judge properly. It's 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 impossible to say the word is objective. It's impossible for me to become to stay objective. I uh, I don't think there is a way. You have to depend on your active. And when you're active, goes array, goes astray, leads you down so many different roads. You know, I'm empathic for sure. So I absorbed all of that emotional pain that was delivered every single night. I cried for whatever. Hours on end, you know? These games. I don't want to partake in them. At any cost. You cannot buy that. You cannot buy my sanity. Just like you cannot buy my civil rights, you cannot buy my sanity. I'm I'm good at compartmentalizing, turning the page, putting it on the shelf. You gotta remember, I just, six, almost six years of unjust incarceration. I come out now to be bombarded mentally through the side with misinformation to drive me insane. How much more can my mind stand? I'm a beautiful human being. I mean that in more ways than the physical body. again and it was previously one thing that did seem to help resolve the issue is long hours of sleep seemed to you know, allow me to integrate the information from the side properly 
either put it into my little box and on the shelf or work it work it out so that I can continue to compose myself and move on. Something happens during these long hours of sleep that allows the stress and emotional pain to dissolve. That's uh, that's all I can say. Thank you, Project Close. Thank you, Project. I did want to deliver one, I guess, lesson learned is, uh, you know, in all these doomsday scenarios, should should this ever happen again, one should remind themselves if you hear planes, if you hear trains going, if you hear planes overhead and hear trains going, and hear automobiles on the freeway still moving. Society hasn't ended. Once again, for anybody going through this sort of mistreatment, this sort of torture, you hear planes overhead. The air traffic controllers at work, the people are working at, at the airport. You hear trains, the conductors are working. Amtrak, all of the different cargo carriers of the world are still working. The world has not ended. If you hear people still driving around, what? They're still driving around. The world has not ended. Take that. Take that and hold on to that reality. Whatever game that a malicious active may be playing, in the side with you, hold on to the reality that planes are flying, trains are moving, and cars are being driven around. Remind you that. We learned something. Hopefully it won't happen again. It's like a project. Like if I want to come back, and I wanted to add one more onto that reality check. You know, way to check your reality. If the planes are flying, if the trains are running, if the cars are moving, and I wanted to add one more. If those church bells are ringing, we have confirmation that we that society has not fallen apart. It has not completely fallen apart. Try to use the environmental you have when they play these doomsday scenarios with your mind. Why have they done this? Don't know. Maybe they search for understanding. But they try to confuse my mind. They try to take my sanity. That's that's an offense. To try to take another person's mind away from them. That's, that's an offense. There's nothing more important to a person than their mind. You try to steal their mind away? No, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. That should be chiseled in stone. 
when you try to steal something as important as a person's mind, you have broken a commandment. It's comparable to death. What are you without your mind? Think about that. It's comparable to death. Psychic Project, I'm closing.